Hi, this is Kate French, and you're listening to My Voice for December 12th, 2022. And what a week it has been. A couple weeks away from Christmas. Have you got your Christmas decorations up? I just started. And uh, we have about five cats in the house right now, five little kitties. And, you know, I usually have the tree up by now, but the Christmas spirit with these cats, I'm kind of afraid of it. And you know what I thought? Just fuck it. I'm going to get a tree. I saw one on sale and I bought it and it's on its way. I bought a tree that we can use every year. I haven't done that. I usually love a fresh tree, but uh, this one's flocked and I like the flocking. I like flocking. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, it's a seven foot tree and it was on sale for like 50 bucks. So I thought, what the heck? And um, thinking about putting it in the front room. Um, yeah, we could have a serious issue with uh, cats in the tree. And then I thought maybe I'll just stick it in my room here and then close the door and have Christmas in here because it's going to be a fiasco. I have a feeling. But you know what? I have to be in the Christmas spirit. I cannot not be in the Christmas spirit because, you know, it only comes once a year and it's special and why not? So I got the tree, went and decorated outside a little bit, uh, did some tinsel and some things. I'm going with a, a red and gold theme this year, doing something a little bit different. I have a theme that I go by every year. This one is kind of like, um, I'm kind of pissed off at everything. So I thought, you know, red <laughs> because of all the things that are going on with the elections and whatnot. And then gold for the silver lining, or I should say the gold lining, because it's gold lining and that's Trump, the gold lining with him helping us out and getting back to what he should have been in 2020, which was president of the United States, because this has all been bullshit. This has all been a farce. And today my husband and I were talking and he goes, oh, that's interesting. I said, what's going on? Dominion apparently is 60% owned by Diane Feinstein's husband. I had no idea about that. So I wonder who owns the rest of Dominion. That is bizarre. Diane Feinstein was known to have been cooperating with the Chinese for many, many years. She had a Chinese chauffeur and they had suspicions about that. I think what happened was the Chinese infiltrated her first and then kind of went through the ranks of different people. And that's where it is now. And now Nancy Pelosi is compromised. Joe Biden was compromised. And everybody is paid. Anyway, as I always say, your health comes first. Because without your health, you're nothing. You have to be healthy. So let's start with health. I'll go on my rants uh, in a few minutes about the uh, other things. As you know, I always do. So I found this chelating substance called EDTA and chelation is the it's I think it's a Roman word for claw it takes things out of your body it binds them and then you excrete them yeah excretion <laughs> and I heard that people that were vaccinated were using this for clots because it's helping them, and fortulation because it takes metal out of the blood. And when I heard that, 
I had to look at it and research it, and you should do that too, EDTA, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about it now because I think that anyone that's been vaccinated that may find out some adverse effects may happen to them, and if it does start happening that way, I want them to be able to reverse that. I don't have any issues with people that have been vaccinated getting their upcomings or whatever that is, and people saying that. What I have an issue with is that people did this to deceive them or may have done this to deceive them, and I don't want anyone to die. A lot of people are like, well, that's that's what it is. That's what they get. No, no, it's not what they get. And I don't care who it is. No one should be sick or, you know, especially from that. So EDTA, let's let's talk about that a little bit more. Ethylene diamine to teracetic acid, EDTA. So what EDTA is, is it's a binding agent. It removes heavy metals and some other not so great things from your blood. It also helps with blood clotting. So I can see why these people are taking this EDTA to stop any kind of those things from happening. I've seen a lot of the videos from people in morgues that have actually died from the vaccination and their blood basically is clotting really badly and it turns into kind of a rubber substance and then they have a massive heart attack because their heart can't pass these things and they die. So uh, you might want to look that up too. They have a new movie that just came out uh, I think it's called Died Suddenly. It's about that. It's pretty graphic, actually. It's it's what they do and what they see in the morgues from people that have had the vaccinations. They had this one lady, and they sliced open her her jugular and and her heart, and they showed them pulling these masses out of these veins. And uh, <clears throat> if I could take this and it would stop me from dying, I would definitely do whatever it took to do that because it was pretty horrific. If you look it up, it'll, uh, you know, YouTube it. I think it was on Rumble, actually. I'm not sure where it was, but it uh, it's these morgue directors that have, you know, felt the need to put the information out there. And what they did was they filmed themselves doing autopsies or not doing autopsies, I'm sorry, doing you know, embalming and it shows it and it's graphic, but it's a good thing to know that this is what's happening. And they're seeing a consistency in this with everyone that's had this that has passed away. So it's concerning to me. And if this EDTA can possibly stop anything like that from happening, if we start to see an uptick in this now, then, you know, the news is bought and paid for. So they're not going to say anything about this. This was a plan as far as I've researched so far and know, and the depopulation, there was a problem with overpopulation. And this was the plan to end a lot of people quickly. And luckily it didn't all play out the way that they wanted it to. But the information about this on uh, these from these cemetery uh, directors that are doing embalming, it's pretty nasty. So, so let's go on with <clears throat> EDTA. It binds with 
minerals, <clears throat> and it is especially attracted to those with a plus two or plus three charge. This includes toxic heavy metals such as lead, uh, cadmium, uh, chromium, trace elements such as aluminum, essential minerals, and calcium and magnesium, copper, and zinc. Um, orally, uh, it absorbs any EDTA given through blah, blah, blah. Travels through the blood without entering the cells. Uh, so it doesn't enter your cells. Uh, it's then flushed out with the metals bound uh, to give it, um, you know, it takes it out, it chelates it through the urine. So you're not going to have problems with it going into your cells or anything strange. They use it in hospitals so that you know it's safe. I looked it up. FDA, it is a completely safe thing. A lot of alternative doctors use this as, as well. I love alternative doctors, naturopath, uh, Chinese medicine, anything like that. I think that they're a whole lot more honest than our doctors. I believe a lot of the doctors that we have now sold out. And so they say that EDTA is given by these doctors. Um, it's recommended uh, calcium or disodium EDTA for clogged arteries and heart disease. I heard that it takes care of the plaques in your veins, in your arteries. That's insane. Uh, for rheumatoid, rheumatoid arthritis, for diabetes, for brain disorders, and for cancer. So this is an, a pretty incredible compound. Calcium EDTA is one that is the standard therapy for lead poisoning. It's been used for over 60 years. It lowers the levels of metal in the blood. And there's evidence of that it just it does they've already they know what it does so it's it's already shown to do that so if in these shots there are any metals i've seen a lot of pictures of things in petri dishes that look metal <laughs> get get that stuff out of there maybe this would help get that out maybe this is something that we need to look into helping these people helping people because I sure don't want people to die. I definitely don't want anything to happen to anyone. And I think it's horrible. Um, but this EDTA is something that I think we could look into to help people. And I hope that it could uh, reverse any kind of clotting in the blood, heavy metal toxicity or anything like that. So check it out, EDTA. They do have it on Amazon. Uh, I took a picture of it here. And let's see what they have on Amazon. How much is it? It's 26 bucks. Super smart EDTA, 1,000 milligrams. Powerful antioxidant. And uh, this is a company that has a lot of kind of these kind of products. Uh, super smart is the company. So check it out, EDTA. So a while ago, I was thumbing through Instagram, and this lady came up, and she said that... A lot of people that have acid problems don't have a problem with acid. They have a problem with not enough acid. And that makes perfect sense to me. So she said that taking something that's going to calm the acid down isn't taking care of the problem. And she said the best thing to do was to take apple cider vinegar because it's going to up the hydrochloric acid content in your stomach and help you to digest your food better. And that made perfect sense to me. So I went and 
researched that and lo and behold, yeah. So apple cider vinegar. This stuff is rank. Uh, I have taken it in drinking form and no, no, not happening. (laughs) It is not tasty and it smells like just disgusting. I don't know if you guys have ever, I know you probably have um, if you're in health and wellness like I am. But uh, rank, bad, bad, bad. And so what I did was I went on eBay and I got some in-capsule form problem solved. And now I don't have to deal with that. You can actually smell it in the capsules, but I mean, you know, you down it and you, you can't, you know, you can't smell it anymore. And it really does help too. If you want to get rid of your heartburn, instead of taking something that's counterproductive, take something that's actually productive. That's my whole thing. Why not add to your body? When you've got a problem, why would you want to take away, add to it? So adding apple cider vinegar, and it has a lot of other health benefits as well, but the hydrochloric acid, upping that content so that you don't have to take pepsid or something that's a chemical that's going to take away from your body rather than adding to your body, uh, not a good thing, not chemical. You want something that's more natural. So, and they, they want you to take from the mother. So it's apple cider vinegar from the mother. That's, there's a specific thing. Bragg is the one that they have. And, and, uh, that's from the mother as well. So, uh, this is what the capsule form is, but it works. So do not take something that's going to lower your acid content or just put a Band-Aid on it. Take something that's actually really going to help you. Take some apple cider vinegar and one more supplement. Let's see, which one should I do? Because I've taken quite a few over the years that have helped me. And I started out on this journey being a um, personal trainer in a health club and then managing a health club as well. And around the Sacramento area where I'm from, uh, we had a couple of mom and pop shops and I remember we had this one lady in there um, that owned one of the shops and um, she was just this little troll looking lady, <laughs> but she was healthy. She was like 90 years old, still walking around, you know, kicking ass. And uh, so I've always been into health and wellness and I started at 18 years old. That's when I started working at American Health and Fitness um, in, in the Carmichael area. And, um, so ever since then I've been taking, uh, supplements and I definitely credit that to why I am still, you know, okay. I'm I'm a little bit younger, I think, than I look or than I am. I'm 53 years old and I think I look a little younger because I've been taking these vitamins religiously, uh, for years so I can attest to the fact that they do help. And the ones that I talk about are ones that actually make a difference and have made a difference in my life. So I wanted to share that with you. And I'm rambling again, because that's what I do. I ramble on. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. So the next one, and this is one that I started taking not too long ago, actually. I heard about this, I don't know, about a year ago or so, uh, Because like I said, I do not like to take chemicals if I can help it. And I started getting into turmeric and I had been taking 
um, anti-inflammatories, you know, your basic Aleve, things like that. Um, things that aren't good for your liver at all. Things that are not good, they detract. So I thought, what can I find that's going to help any kind of inflammation? And I found turmeric and ginger in the combination. Now you want to find a turmeric and ginger with a little bit of pepper in it. And this is a anti-inflammatory. And my son actually swears by this. He loves it. He's got a bulging disc. And he says that when he takes this, it really helps the pain. And when I take it, I notice a huge difference too. So get yourself some some turmeric and ginger in that combination. And I've got this on Amazon, eBay, wherever you want to get it. Just make sure that when you get it, it has some pepper in it as well. That makes it work better. And if you don't have the pepper in it, it doesn't get into where it's supposed to get into as well. So turmeric and ginger with pepper. Check that out. So third time's a charm. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing three. Three. And I did my three. And now I get to rage. Okay. So what do we want to talk about today? Oh, I think I'm going to start with this one. This is fun. This is going to be so fun. What women want. Okay, guys. So I'm going to tell you guys what women want. Do you know what that is? No, because you think they're a bunch of freak shows. Well, you wonder why they're different. Here's why. We got different hormones and, and these different things make us totally different people, totally different animals. We're like, we're, my dad had this book. It was called, uh, what is it? Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. <laughs> he used to say, he'd go, men are from Mars. Women are from Uranus. <laughs> I thought that was so funny when he said that. But uh, anyway, but that's uh, pretty funny. So um, what women want. I want to tell you that uh, my son talks about women and, you know, he, he he's kind of like beating around the bush about, you know, what not, not being direct. I will tell you that what women want is not a mystery. What we want is we want someone that is very direct. Okay, so DNA, everything, our, our hormones, everything that we've been genetically created for is to have someone that is going to be that overseer, someone that is going to be directed to, to say exactly what's going on. So... What women want is they want direction. Now, I don't know if people are, you know, what straight or gay or whatever, but for me personally, as a straight woman, this is what I'm talking about. So, women want a man that is going to be on his game that is not going to be fickle. They want someone that's going to say exactly what they mean. And they want someone that's actually going to be able to make decisions. Also, do not ever, you know, be someone that's relying on other people to make your decisions for you. What we want is we want someone 
that is going to be the hunter-gatherer. Basically, it's basic genetics 101. It, it goes back to the caveman days. You know, you, you're the hunter-gatherer and, and we're the caretakers. So if you want to know what a woman wants, and that goes with everything, guys. You don't want, if you're in bed with a woman, you want to direct that. You want to, now, now you can ask you, you can't be afraid. The fear thing has to go away. What would you like? What do you want? How about this? How does this feel? Do this, this, this. Just ask, direct, take charge. That is what women want. They want a guy that is going to take charge. And that's pretty much the whole story. If you think back to caveman days, if you think back to the way it was, the way we are in our DNA. It's funny how years of uh, evolution, you think about your DNA, you think about the helix and the things that it's made up of. And it is those experiences that our ancestors have had that have made us into what we are today. And it's hard to fathom that. But when you think back in history and how things were, you know, back and back and back and back. And the man has been the caretaker. So today I've found that there are a lot of people because of the blur in lines between a man and a woman that are forgetting the DNA and the basic structures of our ancestors and what they, that, that's built, that helix, the genetics that are actually inside of us. So like I said, I don't judge anyone. I am a straight woman. This is how I feel as to what a woman wants. She wants a man. She wants someone that's going to not necessarily taking control, being mean, but someone that is directed and someone that will direct her. Now, you can sugarcoat this as much as you want, and you can say, oh, you know, my girlfriend or whatever, or my wife, she, she wants to be the man. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. And what she's going to do is she's going to resent the fuck out of you. You can, you can sugarcoat that all you want to. You can, you can lie about it. You know, she's making more money than you are. She's, oh, that's a great thing. No, that's not the way it is. At some point, there's going to be something in her that says that you're not that over thing, that thing that is, is more that she's looking to be. So looking to have that she's looking to look up to you. And it is a daddy thing as well. It's part of it. When a woman is looking for a man, she does want someone that reminds her, not literally, but you know, there's some something in her mind that makes her gravitate towards someone that is like her father in some ways. So that's something else. But, you know, you being the, the head of the household, you want to, you want to be respected. That's so important. So, so women want basically, you know, to be looking up to someone that is going to direct them in a kind way and, and someone that's comforting and someone that will grow them. They do not want to have to give advice. They do not want to have to 
tell you what to do. So, so when you go out with your girlfriend or when you go out on a date with someone, you, you know, would you like this or, you know, don't, but don't ever, what do you think about this? Don't ever do that kind of thing. Try to, try to direct it first and then ask the questions. If it, you know, it's something like ordering dinner, obviously that's what somebody's going to want to do. That's fine. That's, but I, I'm just saying that you have to be directed and that's what a woman wants. Someone that is someone that can take control Someone that is someone that can actually direct them, someone that they can rely on. And another thing that plays into that is just the basic family unit. If there's someone that isn't like that, and it's just, it's the same thing for men too. When a man is looking for a woman, there's a reason that they like bigger breasts or wider hips or whatever, it, it has to do with that primal thing that goes right back to your helix, right back to your DNA. If there's something that's more attractive to you, it usually has to do with mating. It usually has to do with larger hips. They can have kids better, bigger boobs. They can feed kids. And, and as bizarre as that may seem, there is something in your DNA and in your genetics that goes back to that, that makes you think that way. And it's very primal. And after, you know, you start to lose your your home hormones and after, you know, I'm menopausal, I'm in, you know, midlife right now, you start to see that. You start to realize that more what you didn't realize before, like primping and, and uh, you know, getting fixed up to go out. And now I, I could give two shits about that, but I can tell when there's someone that is ready to have, when there's someone, I should say a female, that who's ready to have a child by the way she acts, by the way she dresses. And you can pick up on that, which before I was one of those people. So I just thought it was looking nice, but you can really, really tell someone that is of age to and ready to have children. And uh, it's just bizarre how that works. But guys, you know, be the man. That's basically it. Say what you want. Communication is the key to everything. Don't do anything that's going to make your manlyhood lesser than your woman because if you can say she's the man all you want, but there is going to be always some kind of missing thing there and she's going to resent that. And uh, that's not a good thing. You want to try and, and be the one that takes care of your woman. That is in your DNA. That is. Uh, how it's been in genetics and everything that people are. So what a woman wants is, is a man, is someone that's going to say how it is, someone, a caretaker, you know, and it goes back to God too. I mean, in here, you were made in his image and that's the truth. That's how it was. And that, that is another thing that's according to, to my personal religion. I will say that I don't judge other people for or whatever their religion is. That's fine. You know, I, I they, you know, I'm made not to judge. That's what we're told not to do. So you don't do that anyway. But if you look in the Bible, you know, you are made in his image and we are made from from your from your ribs, from your bone to be a companion to you. So when you look at that from that perspective as well, it lets you know what you need to be. So that's what a, a woman wants. 
A woman wants direction. A woman wants stability. It's the same things that it's always been. And there's no real sugarcoating this. And here's another thing. If you go and you're with someone and they show signs of not liking you, forget about them, okay? Because they don't like you. Don't try to make it into a fucking mystery. It's not a mystery. If someone doesn't like you, they will not come on to you. And then, you know, go and, and go on to the next person. And if they do like you, they'll come on to you and you'll know. But do not think, oh, she, she you know, give me this. And no, a woman will tell you. A woman will aggress after you if she wants you. A, a woman that wants a man will be very aggressive in letting that man know. So don't sugarcoat it yourself. If she doesn't want you, move on to the next one. And someone at some point in time will want you. And it's the same for women. If someone doesn't want you, if they're not calling you, just don't even bother. If they don't, you know, you have to know and you have to let go. And then you'll, you won't have a problem. And then you're going to meet someone who really does want you. And then you'll know and you won't feel like it's a one-sided thing and like you're, you know, being abused basically. So do not let that happen. Do not let someone, you know, walk on you or, or treat you like shit in order to let you know that they don't want you. Just get the clue. Just know I've had to go through it many, many times. If they don't want you, they don't want you. So, so just know it is exactly what it is. So there's my rant on what a woman wants. You thought it was going to be juicier than that, didn't you? <laughs> Sorry. And since we're on the subject of family, I wanted to talk about your children. I want to talk about how to handle things with your kids. And I think this is very important because I think a lot of the times that parents forget that they're the parents. Okay, you cannot forget that you have 30 years on your children that they don't know the things that you do. And one of the things that I find a lot of parents doing is being more immature than their children. Your kids will never be older than you. So you set the example for them. And this is what I mean. Don't dramatize things. Let them go. Let them think when you correct them, correct them in a way that's not abrasive or dramatic. These things are things that they will take with them on how they can raise their own children. And that's very important because it's going to go and go and go and go. And you want to make sure that that cycle is through generations what you have brought to the table. So one of my favorite sayings for family and one of the hardest things you can do in a relationship that I think is really important, and this is with more than just your kids, but I teach my son this too, and that is to forgive and forget and move on. Those are the things that you've got to do in any relationship because if you hold on to that feeling or you shut someone out with that feeling, 
then that wound never closes. So it's very important that you forgive, forget, and move on. And if you have someone that hasn't forgiven you and can't do that, then you at least say your piece so that you know that you're good and then you let it go from there. But as the adult and as a mom, for me, I will never, ever, ever shut my son out and it doesn't matter what he does or how bad things get. And I always come back to being mom because anytime that you focus on a punishment or being lesser than an example, you're showing them something that they're, they learn from. So if you decide to not be an example and to be dramatic or to be destructive, that's what they're taking from you. Every experience is a teaching experience to your kids. So with your kids, uh, and I can say with any relationship, and the hardest thing is to, to let go of disagreements or disappointments and move on from those. Like the sooner the better, like nothing happened, forgive, forget, and move on. I've had a 20-year marriage and it has been tough. There have been a lot of ups and downs. And, you know, and my son is even harder, obviously, because of the fact that you go through, um, you know, closer relationship with them and they're, they're young. And, and a lot of parents do not realize that, that, that they're, that they're young, that they're babies, basically, that you're teaching them something. So you have to be the one that sets the example. So as a parent, set the example, don't be reactionary and forgive and forget and move on. You learn from your parents what not to do a lot of the time, so don't do it. You got to remember what you wouldn't want done to you and don't do that to your kids. Be the bigger person. You are the parent. So it's your job to set the example. Forgive, forget, and move on. If you can do that, your life will be a whole lot better than any kind of thing that you will have with conflict. I do not do conflict. I do not like conflict or drama. I have found, too, that people that I know that have been very successful, uh, and I know quite a few people that have been super successful, actually, and, and they, don't, they don't do any of that. They don't do reaction. They don't do drama. They don't do any of that. And it's very strange, but it's the truth. And um, so, and from experience, you know, as a parent, remember that you are, you are the example. You are the parent. So you need to be the parent. You need to be the bigger person because that's actually who you are when you bring a child onto the planet then you are the guide. You are the guidance for that child. And you need to remember that. And you need to always be that. And even when they're older and, you know, they're doing stuff that's really, really bad, you have to be the bigger person. 
You have to be the parent because that's what you are. When you choose the role to be a parent, you've got to set the example and you've got to, to be you got to be the adult because your kids will never be older than you and you will never be younger than your kids. Remember that to forgive and forget and move on. I just want to say thanks for tuning in today. I released a video that I put together for a song called Patriots, which I think is fitting for today. And you can find that on Facebook. Um, I'll probably put it on my Instagram page too, but it's kind of cute. I've got a, a bunch of edits of Trump dancing since I don't have a whole lot of money. I've been editing and doing everything myself. And I actually filmed this one myself too of me. So my shots are actually filmed of myself getting behind the camera and, you know, uh, starting the record button when Corbin wasn't even home. And then I filmed Corbin as well. And then I edited in everything. So it's kind of a cute thing. Um, I did it because I thought of uh, the way people probably are feeling with the midterm elections that went by and and the the um, fraud that they're finding out that's going on now. And uh, just to keep spirits up a little bit, I think that everybody's kind of waning away from, you know, being patriots for so long and fighting for this thing that never seems to get any resolve. So patriots is something to maybe instill a little bit more um, patriotism into the people that, that need it. So check that out. It's called Patriots. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you. And uh, I hope that you have a fantastic week. And uh, just remember balance. Remember, you know, to have fun. And uh, remember happy distractions. Do what it takes. If you feel like shit, do something that, that will distract you back into happiness. So maybe have yourself a steak if that's what you love or have yourself an ice cream cone. And that's, that's what I love <laughs> or a cookie or, or sing or do something that makes you feel good. But remember that when you're feeling down in the dumps, you got to change that around and uh, you, it's your responsibility to make it different so that you can feel better and no one else's because you live and die with yourself. You're in your own body. So Make yourself feel good. Happy distractions. And thanks for tuning in. Have a fantastic week. This has been Kate French, and you're listening to My Voice from Monday, December 12th, 2022.